What's up, everybody? I'm Ed, this is Current History, and war is kicking off in Ukraine, literally as I speak. Uh, like, within the last three or four hours, this has all come to a head, and all of a sudden, we are dealing with a full-on ground war in Europe. I've got a lot of thoughts on it, I've got some historical context, I've got some updates from all over online that you'll probably read about tomorrow in the news, because they aren't writing about it yet. So let's do this. I'm probably going to drop an ad right here, and then let's bust into some Russia and Ukraine. All right, we're going to start with some history, but we're going to keep it real brief here, because that's really not what we're here to talk about today. So honestly, uh, and I'm going to name this war right now, because I haven't heard anybody give a name for it, and... The war in the Donbass is no longer what this is, because we got tanks rolling in from Belarus, apparently. I, this, is a, this is the Russo-Ukrainian war now, and that is what I will be referring to it as until this gets named, probably tomorrow. So, this war has been going on since 2014 already, low-grade war between Russia and Ukraine ever since Russia seized the Crimean Peninsula. The Crimean Peninsula being a really valuable naval port in the Black Sea, the, the height of the USSR's like naval power was centered around Crimea, so it's a super valuable naval base, which is why they seized it in the first place. Since then, there's been fighting in the Donbass region because Russia has sponsored separatists in the area in uh, the Donetsk and Luhansk separatist regions. This playbook is straight out of what Russia did in 2008 against the country of Georgia, not the state, where they first sponsored Russian separatists, and then on phony ideas that these separatists were under attack and were at risk, he came in to defend them, used Russian troops with the separatists to push forward the separatist lines while launching airstrikes deep into Georgia, and then once they were able to separate that territory from Georgia, it was effectively annexed by Russia. So it's the same playbook being run here in Ukraine, except we're adding some new spice because from what I'm seeing, we're talking about a full-scale invasion here. So the, the different levels that this could have been and what it was kind of looking like would happen until things really started popping off is just a war in the Donbass. It looked like uh, the Russian army would help the Donetsk and Luhansk People's Republics to push the Ukrainian army back to the border of their provinces. That still could be what this is, but it's really not looking like it based on all the stuff I'm about to talk about. Um, so uh, let's continue the history. We're going to get there when we get there. So separatists in the Donbass region. Putin recently declared those regions independent, and from requests from the guys running the Donetsk and Luhansk uh, People's Republics, he intervened with his army. Now, these leaders of the People's Republic, in air quotes, uh, there used to be more independent leaders, from what I heard, and they mysteriously disappeared, and these new guys are a lot more rubber stamp for Russia-y. So, independent they are not. So now let's talk about how for the last two or three weeks, and honestly since like October, the intelligence community has been rumbling about the possibility of Russia attacking Ukraine, and everyone has been dunking on Biden for ages about how he's just being hysterical and being crazy, yelling every day that Ukraine's gonna get invaded. Yeah, eat those words, idiots, because here we are. 
We're not talking about a limited push in the Donbass region. We're talking about an invasion. They are going to try to eat Ukraine very, very quickly before anyone can support them. So now that we've gone through a bit of the history, let's move on to some of the speeches, some of the communicate, some of the more official communication that we've been getting out of this conflict. So at the moment, in the ways of official news, we are looking at fairly little. So President Zelensky of Ukraine has given a speech where he's acknowledged that Putin is currently invading, and he had some pretty strong words. A couple of the Ukrainian government officials have had some pretty strong words for Russia. Uh, one of my favorite lines from Zelensky's speech was the line, As you attack, it will be our faces you see, not our backs. So it's not looking like anybody in Ukraine is looking to roll over and take this. But, Jesus, just the disparity in tanks and aircraft alone has me worried for the Ukrainians right now. And word is out that Zelensky has declared martial law. In terms of official stuff, the only other things is there's a bunch of reporters reporting that air raid sirens are going off in Kiev and that there was an explosion at the Kiev airport. Beyond that, officially, we are not looking at much. Now we're on to open, rampant internet, like, clips from Ukrainian babushkas holding their phone out the window, because that's what I'm getting on Reddit. So, we know, uh, well, <laughs> okay, let's cover, before we say we know about any of this, literally any of the stuff that I talk about could be complete nonsense, could turn out to be garbage, we're talking the, the cutting edge of news here of, like like I said, people holding their phones out their windows and also people describing stuff they saw in other places of people sticking their phone out their windows. So we are, we are not talking official here, but I'll give some warnings before we cover some things that are, like, really unofficial. So for stuff that we know fairly well that happened, there's been some sort of explosion at the Kiev airport Possibly the Ukrainian interior ministry has announced that rocket attacks were targeting Ukrainian fighter jets at an airport outside Kiev. So that could be what those explosions were. Oh yeah, so also in official news, um, the Ukrainian ambassador to the UN Security Council gave a pretty harsh denunciation of Russia, who's currently the president of the Security Council, asking them to step down and ending with the baller line, there is no purgatory for war criminals. They go straight to hell, ambassador. Which, like, wow, that's going in the history books. To which the Russian ambassador retorted, we aren't being aggressive against the Ukrainian people, but against the junta and power in Kiev. Which speaks to a bit to the, the Russian propaganda line that they're going with, which is kind of that uh, the Ukrainian government is a bunch of nationalist, crazy Nazis, and they're mean old, terrible, and we just need to remove the government, and then the people of Ukraine are fine. Which, yikes. <laughs> the Ukrainian government is democratically elected. They are picked by the people. The Russian separatists were not elected by anybody. But okay, let's get back into the rampant speculation, because uh, from Reddit, uh, okay, we're talking, this is the stuff that is in rampant speculation territory. We have people mentioning the possibility of paratroopers landing at the Kiev airport, and also possible paratroopers in Odessa. Now, I have seen no video, no news of that at all. I would think that that would be a much bigger deal, because paratroopers would mean, like 
gunfights in the streets, so I'm kind of press F to doubt on that information. But I did see a video of, at about 8 p.m. local time, I'm here on the west coast of the United States, uh, so Lord knows what that is in Ukraine, but a tall building in Kiev that had a huge explosion in the middle, it looked like a cruise missile, was the speculation. So Kiev is definitely having explosions go off, their air raid sirens have been going off. And Kiev looks scary right now. Like, I would not want to be there. Uh, the photos look straight out of the cover for a photo of Walking Dead with cars bumper to bumper on one side of the highway and very few on the other. And every gas station with lines stretching into the distance. Uh, I would not want to be someone who thought, ah, whatever, this, this war isn't going to happen. I'll just wait it out because if you're running now, you're running too late. So in more official news, well, and now we get into the official news that could be, well, <laughs> let's just say it's guaranteed a lie. Uh, the Russian Defense Ministry says it is using, quote, high-precision weapons to disable military infrastructure, air defense facilities, military airfields, and planes of the Ukrainian army, uh, according to the news oper agency operated by the Russian state. So they are claiming that they are specifically targeting military targets all throughout the country, Lord knows what we're going to see in the morning in terms of civilian casualties, because let me tell you, in everything I've ever heard of precision bombing, that's a crock of crap. And I was going to have a whole bit about how uh, he who speaks first uh, gets to name the war, and since I'm talking before the president, I get to name it. But no, Biden beat me to it. Uh, Biden said in a statement, Russia alone is responsible for the death and destruction this attack will bring, and the United States and its allies and partners will respond in a united and de decisive way. Putin has also said that anybody who intervenes and sides with Ukraine will face consequences the likes of which you've never seen, which sounds like a thinly veiled threat of nuclear war. So, cool, we're back to gambling with that on the table. So other than the attacks in Kiev, we're also seeing a lot of stuff along the line of contact of the Donbass region and in the major cities that are just inland in Ukraine from the Donbass region. So specifically, some of the cities that we're hearing bad stuff happening in is Kharkov, which is right on the Russian border, Mariupol, which is on the coast and right inside the, the Ukrainian territory from the separatist territory, and in the city of Odessa. So Kharkov is getting pummeled right now. Multiple large fires can be seen on the horizon at roughly 9 p.m. my time, it looked like a possible ammo dump fire and huge explosions in the distance that also looked uh, similar to... Because they're, they're using multiple launch rocket systems, which are uh, kind of like the old Katyushas from World War II. They're like a, a truck with a ton of rockets on it, and they fire right after another, so it just like drum fire pounds an area. That's what it looked like from my completely amateur look at the explosions in Kharkov in the distance. So not hitting the city proper, but it looked like hitting a target outside the city. The video was taken from on a tall building within Kharkov, which, guys, I would not be standing in tall buildings in Kharkov right now. There's also been a bunch of shelling in Mariupol. A bunch of video of that was posted 7pm on Reddit, and uh, recordings of explosions inside of Odessa. 
Um, they're also using those multiple launch rocket systems uh, on the line of contact to hit the Ukrainian army. But uh, another clip posted had uh, like gunfire, and it looked like from both sides. So it looks like the Ukrainian army is in battle as we speak with possibly Russian troops, possibly separatist troops. There's also reports coming in from Belarus. So this is the big question is, they're definitely pushing from the Donbass. Are they pushing from Russia and are they pushing from Belarus? I think it would be stupid to assume that they aren't on either of them, mainly because the president of Belarus gave orders to his army to integrate and cooperate with the Russian army in the invasion of Ukraine. And there have been reports from news agencies on the border of a tank column moving across the border from Belarus into Ukraine. So it looks like that this attack is coming in from three sides. But the Ukrainian army is fighting back. The Ukrainian military has says that it has shot down five Russian planes and a Russian helicopter in eastern Ukraine in the Luhansk region. You can probably thank a couple of United States Stinger missiles for that one, if true. Reports like this are possibly nothing, possibly everything. We really won't be able to know until much later in this conflict. Um, there's also reports of Russian troops assaulting Shastia City, which is right on the, the Donbass line. We're also getting news from the likes of Marco Rubio on Twitter. Yeah, so Marco Rubio is on the Intelligence Committee, and Lord knows how he got that post with his intelligence, but but um, uh, he says that long-range missiles have been launched from Russia right around 8 p.m. to target military targets within Ukraine. And we have, oh yeah, so the that gunfire was coming from the Mykolivia, Mykolivaka, Mykolivka region. There we go. Let's call it that. So if you guys are looking for some maps to, to understand what's going on here, uh, there's a couple of good ones. Um, for understanding the, the line of contact, Wikipedia has a great map of the war in Donbass which can help you understand where these cities are at. So specifically, some of the cities I talked about, uh, like I said, Mariupol is the port city right across the border, whereas Kharkov is close to the, the Russian border and uh, much farther away from the Donbass. Um, on the topic of... On the topic of Belarus, uh, the Pentagon announced that it's tracking a reported incursion of troops... And uh, it was CNN that witnessed those, that incursion on their live stream. And honestly, that's about all we know right now. It's hard to tell much other than it seems the Ukrainian army is fighting and we're about to see a refugee crisis the likes we have not seen pour into Europe. Um, uh, reportedly, Poland has been preparing for this and as have other countries that are on the border region. The scary thing at this point is, A, how far does Russia go? Uh, it's looking at this point like they are going to try to roll up the whole country, and whether or not they succeeded that is hard to tell, but it would be hard to see them completely failing. But if the Ukrainian army can hang in there, I would expect support to be pouring in from other places if they can make it long enough for support to reach them. <sighs> Lord knows at this point, this is going to be a scary situation. It's going to be a huge dick measuring contest between a bunch of countries. 
There's going to be lots of threats of nuclear war in the coming days by Putin to try to keep people out of this. <sighs> Things are not going well in Ukraine. I am glad that I do not live there, and I pity anyone who is stuck there. I, I just read a article that broke my heart about these flight attendant women from Afghanistan who fled the Afghanistan collapse to Ukraine and now are in Kiev wondering how the heck to get out without their paperwork fully processed yet. It sounds like a disaster. Uh, another girl was posting on Reddit about living in Kiev and how she felt she couldn't go on the road because who would take care of her five cats? These are the decisions that people are being forced to make because of Russia's aggression here. Russia has started this war, and now Russia has sown the wind, and they will reap the whirlwind. Lord knows what that whirlwind will contain, or how many people it will sweep away on the path. I'm Ed, this has been Current History, and thanks for learning about Russia and Ukraine with me. Disclaimer again, uh, honestly, any of this could have been false. The, the thing about paratroopers smacks of nonsense to me, but could be true. Uh, I, it's still hard to determine whether there's air raids going on in Ukraine, because there's definitely air raid sirens, and we've got a Marco Rubio tweet to go off of that there are missiles, but uh, missiles much less surprising than aircraft, who knows? We, we really don't know much in this situation, but we do know that Russia has gone in. Thanks for tuning in.